Nobody in Memphis knew what I knew for a variety of reasons. Welcome to the Keith Easterwood Show. Keith is a nationally known basketball expert whose fingerprint is all over college and AAU basketball. And this show is where Keith will tell all the unfiltered craziness that he has witnessed through his years. GP, say a cuss word. I can, I can say motherfucker in front of a bitch, I guess. Nothing is off limits. It's going to be a wild ride, so buckle up. I'm attention deficit hyperactive disorder. That was too much shit for me to deal with, and I'm like, no. Keith, welcome back. Yeah, man, good to be back. Um, and we've got a lot of stuff going on, and we're going to get this one done today and hit with two more, uh, considering what's going on over at the University of Memphis, the number one player in America, James Wiseman. But in the meantime, we want to welcome a friend of mine who, believe it or not, he's been doing AAU class summer basketball a lot longer than me. The first AAU tournament I went to, there was Squires, Virginia. Um, he has the battle of a big-time Nike program in Virginia called Blue Williams. Um, Tony, you know, as I introduce you to these old heads, and I think he'll find no disrespect in that, is tight with Sonny Vaccaro, Gary Charles. We always kind of walked the same path, and we were always Sonny's guys, quote-unquote. We were very proud of it. But I'm very proud. He, we had, he and I had been sharing a lot of information. Actually, we had a conversation, have we taped it, about a couple weeks ago, if it probably would have been a bit a podcast that we had. We talked about shoe deals and shoe people and agents and selling players, people who weren't good for players. It was, it was unadulterated and it was unfiltered. But I'm very proud, uh, Alex, to welcome Tony Squires of Squires, Virginia, one of the oldest AAU slash summer basketball programs in America, and he does it the right way. You know what my favorite part about this time of year is? Sweater weather. Leaves on the ground and threes from downtown, baby. That's right. For some, it's fall season, but for the rest of us, it's ball season. Pro and college ball are tipping off, and there's no better way to feel a part of the action anywhere you live in the country and have a stake in the game with my bookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little, which we all do, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big games, Parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. Either way, if you're going to bet the season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win than us. The NBA is back and in action. It's time for you to turn your attention from carving pumpkins into crazy year of basketball that we're going to have ahead of us. The offseason was especially eventful this year with all the trades, all the movement, all the recruiting. Use your basketball knowledge to prove you have what it takes at mybookie.ag, where they make it easy to play and even easier to get paid. Shout out to Tony for giving us some time today. Now, where are you? Where are you at right now? I'm in Richmond, Virginia. Do you run an AAU squad up there, right? I started um, the first ever AAU program in Richmond in 1987. Yeah, and you've had some big-time guys through that, right? Ray Allen, Amari Stoudemire, yeah. Garnett. Kevin Kevin Garnett, and here recently some of the guys that have played with us from time to time. And the kid just got signed by uh, San Antonio. Calvin played with us for a while. His older brother played with us all the way through. That was finished up at Georgetown. Um, so, yeah, we've been blessed, man. How many of these kids oh. are, in, are, are from Richmond? That went pro or just period? No, just in your program. 
Oh shoot. Uh, we we the majority of our kids this past year were from the Richmond area. We still get kids from all throughout the state and the neighboring state. Like we had kids from North Carolina. We had kids from areas that's about an hour, hour and a half away from Fredericksburg, Northern Virginia. So, I mean, because I think we started local, but then I branched out, you know, we weren't sponsored or anything, and I started inviting kids that I would see from other areas where I would meet the coaches, and they would tell me they weren't doing that much traveling at this time. And, you know, that's how I met Ray from his other AAU coach because they weren't doing a lot of stuff on the East Coast. So that's why Ray Allen and them came and stayed with me the summer before his senior year. He and Mike Minifield that didn't make it, but Mike at that time was like a top fifty kid from uh, from from Greenville, South Carolina. So both of them were the ones that told me about Kevin, and that's how we ended up getting Kevin to come up and and uh, and things. That's how we met Kevin, and um, and then I got another great story even with that one, you know. But the, the Kevin Garnett story that he was his his first choice was to move here to Richmond to go to summer school and finish out his senior year up here, but then he ended up in Chicago for his senior year. I mean, talk about the basketball talent in Richmond. It seems like an underrated city for, for, oh. for basketball talent, or are you just developing them all? Well, right. no, no. I think, I think it's a collaboration. You know, I think, I think what, what has happened is because I was born and raised here, and, and obviously people know about Moses Malone and – some of the other guys that we've had to come through here, Gerald Henderson, I mean, but you can name them. But let me say this to you. It was far more talent back then even than it is now. And the, the difference is those guys, everybody, some, every once in a while you got a guy that got lucky. You know, back then some of those guys, I think five-star camp was the main thing, putting guys on the platform that people remember. But nowadays, and I give it all to God, I know the amount of scholarships now is probably quadruple than what it used to be before 1988, 87, 88. I'll be willing to bet on that. Um, so, so adding that other piece of the exposure piece, um, adding that piece is, is, would be incredible. It has been incredible to, to adding the, I look at it as, what kind of vehicle, and I give God the vision, give God, the, you know, just, just blessing me with a vision. What, what could I start it to help do my part of a lot of the guys that I was raised with, a lot of the guys that I saw before me that was so much talent, and a lot of them didn't get an opportunity to go anywhere if the local schools didn't recruit them. Recruit them. Because that way, if you're not going anywhere, how 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 are schools across the country going to see you? So then you're talking about the schools within the state. You didn't get recruited by them. You know, they recruited on a national scene. So it, it all makes sense of adding that piece of just a platform with a vehicle to help these kids get some national uh, looks, get put on a radar. Uh, I think that, that has really been the, big, the biggest thing with all this stuff. Man, that's, a, that's a, just a, such an incredible story. It still just blows me away of how much talent has been coming there. And obviously you give a, a lot of credit to God and as, as is deserved. But to me, it's oh. just unbelievable. I mean, it's just unbelievable what's going on there. Now, oh, no question. Now, tell, you me look about, at, uh, tell me about working with the company. I want to get into to that a little bit. 
Okay. You're with the Adidas shoe program right now, correct? No, 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 no. Let me, let me, let me give you a little quick history. You know, once we started, we weren't sponsored. And when I picked up uh, Simeon, and I'm, I'm going way back on you now, Simeon and Sammy Hale. At first it was Junior Burroughs that played at Virginia, played with Boston for a little bit. He was one of the first big-name outside guys that I met and invited him to come play up, play with us. Then it was the seven-foot twins, Simeon and Sammy Haley, that were from Myrtle Beach. I met them same way. They came up and stayed and played with us in some events. Then it was Mike Minifield, Ray Allen. Uh, then it was Kevin. And then what happened, I put together my first-ever tournament in 1993. Uh, it was called the Richmond Shootout. You know, here I was just trying to start something, and I met a good friend of mine that we met around the same in 1988 at the Sunny Hill Tournament in Philadelphia. Uh, 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 and I call him my brother, Gary Charles, who was Sonny Vaccaro's right-hand man. Son, he didn't start back up the big-time tournament in Vegas. So I met him, and he ended up at that time, the first year of my tournament, he ended up having Zendon Hamilton who was the number one junior in the country at the time, the six foot 11 kid out of New York. So he brought him down to the tournament. And in my first event, man, we had over a hundred coaches here. I didn't know what I was doing. I mean, like I say, I'm the first doing this stuff down here. So I didn't have anybody to talk to. And I was just going, I was just, just trying things. And like, what can we do? What can we add to get our guys out there on a circuit or get them playing against some of the better guys? I didn't have all the best players out of Richmond. You know, as another program that came in and had all the money, all the backing, you know, all the people coaching them and all this and that. And, and we were just, uh, people want to say it was a mom and pop program or, or whatever it was. Yeah. Because it, it was about just giving kids an opportunity. Um, so I met Gary, and then once we brought Kevin Garnett to the event, you know, I was talking to Gary again, and he was talking about he had met Sonny. He wanted to introduce me, and I think one of the words was, who is this guy in Richmond that's not sponsored that's getting all these guys playing in his program? And that's how it ended up coming into fruition. I think around 96 or so was the first time we really started you know, uh, 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 getting involved with Adidas, and, and it was a trial basis. I mean, you know, because here I go again, you know, we, we, we had a small program, and, and, and they came in and started helping us with some gear and stuff, stuff like that, and, and then we ended up getting full-fledged. I got put on the selection committee for ABCD camp. Um, in my first year, I think it was, we sent guys, it was like 98, 99, I think it was. It was Tyrone Sally. Uh, Harvey Thomas, uh, the Hargrove boys, Jonathan Hargett was still back and forth between Richmond and doing other things. So, and Dominique Jones, that was the first year I got kids invited to ABCD. So, um, I haven't been sponsored. I left with Sonny when he left Adidas after all the LeBron stuff happened. You know, everybody remembers that. He went over to Reebok. We followed him. But a couple of years later, Adidas buys Reebok and gets rid of everything. So we haven't been sponsored since probably 2007 or eight. You know, so I've been pretty much just just keeping the program going for the past 11 years without any sponsorship. Wow, wow, yeah, I didn't realize that. And what goes yeah. into that? Well, you know, man, we haven't changed much. Because 
compared to what I hear these companies are getting and doing, we were nowhere near that. You know, we were just, I was just appreciative to get the opportunity to get some help because at that time, you know, looking back now, I'm 32 years in of being a volunteer for this program. Nobody gets a salary here. You know, I didn't have a son that played. My son had to, I tell him all the time, man, I'm so sorry because, you know, my son, he didn't live with me, but he traveled with me all over the country. Every summer, he in Vegas. Every summer, he's at ABCD camp. But he got a great experience. He got a great experience. And also with a guy like Sonny Vicaro that knows him. And I remember when he was younger, every summer when Sonny would see him, he would always remind me, tell your son, bring that report card. Because, you know, he used to get, get money for those A's. And, and, and Sonny was like, damn, I got to go to the ATM. Because everything was an A. And to make a long story short, my son never picked the game up of basketball, but I got behind whatever he was about. And my son graduated from Yale in 2015 with a film degree. And now he's, 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 he's going after his dream of doing some acting. So I tell everybody. Yale, you know, you, Tony, that's no joke. You must be proud, yeah. man. Oh, that's amazing. Oh. Oh, 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 hey, hey, Chief, I don't get this thing twisted. I don't, I don't, I don't think things are coincidence. That was a blessing, you know, because here I go again, you know, I was raised pretty much by a single mom and around, and but I wanted to make sure you stay involved no matter what goes on in life with your kid or with your other or whatever it is, you stay involved and try to keep things positive for him. And, and when you see just like me seeing a kid, it doesn't take me long. Nothing has changed. It's like I have to tell all these new guys now where they get a chance, they're going out here playing with the different programs. See, he, here's, here's what it is. Nothing has changed with my relationships and contacts and having the eye. That doesn't change. <laughs> Sponsorship, I was doing it, and I had those twins and junior burrows and and Ray and Mike Minifield and Kevin Garnett before I was sponsored because they chose me and the parents, like Ray Allen's mom told our team, some of her she came and watched us in Orlando. She said, I can still call Tony Squire 20 years later for advice. You can trust him. And he was integral in helping me with Ray and all the family, everything like that. That's what it's about. You know, I, I don't, I, 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 I've never been defined by things you know, or having stuff to, to, to lure a kid with, with stuff. I didn't have stuff. <laughs> All I had was, look, we're going to put you in the right places. We're going to work you out well. You know, if you need some advice, you need somebody to check out, that's what you do. That's how I met Jim Calhoun when I first met Coach. You know, he called me, and, and, and he was like, Tony, I just talked to Flo, and, you know, and, and, and he'll tell the story. You know, all these people were calling and saying that they could do this, they could deliver. I wasn't calling anybody about that. I'm, I'm not doing that. That's the, parents, that's the parents' way. I'm here to help. If you need me to get something checked out or whatever, but I remember that's what Coach Calhoun said. You know, Ray Allen's mom and his dad said that, you know, they were going to be talking to me also with that whole process. So I, I took it as an honor, you know, that someone trusted me enough and, you know, that trusted me enough where the son stayed with me this summer for his senior year and, you know, just we we, and we still had a relationship. I talked to Flo right before we were in Orlando when I had two 16 teams down in um, at the AAU Nationals, Nationals and Showcase over the summer. So, you know, that, 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 those are positive things, man. I mean, the credibility piece, the credibility piece, the longevity, 
and the productivity. That's all I sell. You know, and I, I'm telling everybody is is is. I know it's a gauntlet out there. It's a it's a a, a, y, a EYBL. It's to all the other tournaments, and 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 I say this and humbly again. I still don't have to wait to go to those events. Whatever kids we have, I'm able to pick up the phone and put you on a radar immediately. I, immediately. Because one thing I don't ever get twisted, these are the, the coaching profession, the livelihood depends on who they bring in. <laughs> you, you know, and I, I, I remind parents all the time, and I'm not trying to put no, nothing against anything. Coaches get fired for not winning games and not, and, and, and not winning games, not about graduating players. So you need to understand that, that this stuff is a business. And with the transfer protocol, portal and all that other stuff going on now, it's 150 kids that's sitting at home right now with nowhere to go. I mean, so, so make really? sure that kids and parents understand this process. Understanding is a two-way street understanding that once you get there, that's just the first part. you got to keep working your butt off so you can stay there. So, you know, just, just being real with people, gee, I, I, I don't know any other way. You know, and like somebody was asking me the other day, T-Squad, a sponsorship ship came, would you take? I said, you know, and they were like, you hesitant. I was like, yeah, it's different now. You know, I, 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 you know it, it wasn't pressure to do this or for kids to go to one particular shoe company. You know, Sonny McCarroll never did stuff like that. He never got involved with stuff like that with me anyway. And, 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 and my thing is, what would be a dream come true is for me to be able to find some guy like a Bill Gates or Warren Buffett, and I can let them understand a program like ours, if you had an interest in playing basketball back when you were coming up but weren't good enough to be in the top 1%, weren't good enough to be on one of those teams that, that forgot what this thing is all about, you would have an opportunity to play for the Squires. You know, because it, it's all about me having gym access, which now people don't, don't, don't understand. You have problems finding gyms? Yep, every year. I've had a few people to help. Then some people did it for work for certain reasons. You know, and, and we know what that's all about. But I don't get into that because at the end of the day, you know, I'm going to continue to do as long as long as God keep me healthy and keep me motivated. I'm not going to let that devil win that with the discouragement, the obstacles, the, 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 the trickery, the, 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 the wolf and sheep clothes. The, you know, I've been lucky. I've had a pretty good staff, too. I mean, you know, I've had some duds. I've had some guys with some hidden agendas, you know. But you you catch them, and and once you catch them, you get rid of them. You know I don't I don't deal with the guy that say he has a player the player gonna go wherever he goes because I'm like okay if that's the case you need to start your own program and do the work instead of coming to benefit off of people like myself and everybody else and then you want to sit back acting like you're doing it the hang owners. I don't deal with those. So I know I went around a little bit, man. But when you get me going with this stuff, this 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 this, hey man. It's obvious, I guess, I have a passion for what I'm doing. So, you know, that's just what it is. Now, I'm loving it. How do you spot those guys? I, I bet it's easy for you now. You've been in it a long time. But, but how do you spot those guys, the hanger owners? Spot? What, you, you say spot the, the, the who? 
Yeah, like like these guys that just want to hang on, that just want to, you know, bring oh, you down. Oh, I mean, you, it's easy. Ride on your coattails. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, that's easy because it's like I tell guys, people like myself, and I hope I'm speaking for the majority or whatever it is. When you are running a program, it's just like I've had to. I, some like some of the ex players would get mad if I didn't come see them or this and that. I'm like, look, ho 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 ho. Let's nip this in the bud right now because, you know, you're joking about it, but I don't want somebody to jump on and be like, oh, he, you don't care. No, 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 no. I run a foundation, a youth program as a volunteer, where we're going to have kids with different teams. Last year we only did a, we only fielded three teams, possible four, you know, because finding gym space and then also, you know, finding the right coaches. You know, I, I have three or four coaches now that's been with me over 20 years. One that's been with me for 30, you know, and and I still believe those type are out there. But I take my time in deciding who to bring on, you know, and, and that's the sad part because I feel like we have so much to offer. You know, it's just like a kid that has that Division One town that they ranking in the top ten. You can still play for a guy like Tony Squire's program because you're going to always get what you're supposed to get. You know, we had a kid a few years back, you know, Devin Robinson that went to Florida. You know, Devin came to me as a junior that was unranked, no letters, no anything. 22 months later, he number one in Virginia and top 25 in the country. And I made all the phone calls. And I'm not just talking there, cause, but nowadays with this social media and people out here, uh, all this lies and, and, and this make-believe like that, this, that, that. No, because of relationships, you know, we end up getting them into the Euro camp. When I had one of my former Adidas guys that was in charge that said, I got another call from another guy that told him we had a guy that, that he was like, T-Squad, we want a guy that no one knows about that two years from there, everybody will be like, wow, how did they know? And that was Devin Robinson. We got him invited to the Euro camp. He went out there and stood out. Got him into the top 100, called John Lucas and all those other guys. I worried all my coaching friends because here I go again. I know how to, you're going to call everybody, you're going to worry everybody to a point where every time somebody talking to somebody that's associated with these camps, say, look, man, my man T. Squire called about this kid or T. Squire. You have to worry them. You know, like one guy said, I get on top of a, 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 I get on top of Mount Everest with a bullhorn if I have to, if I believe in somebody that needs the opportunity and plus, playing for a non-sponsored program that used to be sponsored. They want to say that. Because <laughs> I have to remind these guys, you know, all the new sponsored programs, if you're new, if you're not in this thing 20 years or more, every every coach you know now I knew 25 years ago. So what nothing right. has changed with that. It's just that I, I'm not in a position to give you a bunch of gear or or take you or your parents around and traveling. No, we fundraise here. We're going to have fees. We're going to do fundraisers. And we're still the no kid left behind. And that, that won't ever change. We're going to know you could, who needs to help. You could easily help. get a sponsorship. Why, why, not, why not do that, Tony? You could get that sponsorship if you wanted. But why, why have you stayed away from it? No, I haven't stayed. I don't think so. I won't call the names, but, you know, we were contacted some years back saying we wanted to do think about doing something. Then every time I would reach back out, it was an excuse. So, and obviously now, you know, 
Boot Williams is in Virginia, so Nike will never do anything for anybody else in Virginia. Now you have a, a, a an Adidas program, and 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 this past year you got the first Under Armour program in Virginia. So uh, now I don't think so. You know, unless you know what it takes, unless it's another Kevin Garnett that's around that happened to be my kid or something like that, you know what it takes. It did. He, we, we tell him he's not playing with anybody else. So we could get a deal almost like something like what I think Nike did with the Marvin Bagley thing with his dad coached his own son's team. So I know those things still exist like that. Um, but until that happens, there probably won't ever be another sponsorship from a shoe company. Yeah, and like I said, hey, look, Find me a guy like a Bill Gates or a Buffett or somebody just believes in, look, I would have had an opportunity to play in a program like this. We believe in what they're doing. Let's sponsor them. These guys have been around for 32 years. You know, it's been on both and sides. You say that a, and you say that a degree for free, right? Oh, absolutely. Talk about that. That's tonight. how we started this. Yeah, it's, it's, it's about that. You know, it's about making sure that the, the basketball piece doesn't use you. You, 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 that, that's the part that needs to stick around more than anything. Because after college, if you're lucky enough to get a scholarship and play in college, that, 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 you, 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 you know how I many kids out here year to year that go to all these events with that dream? Or, or people been blowing smoke up their tail and not being real with them. It's like with the guys that we do. I, I get a lot of our guys, you know, into these elite camps from the Division One schools to the Division Threes because I have to keep reminding them because there's so many people that's into these kids' ears these days. God, no, no wonder they, they, they make so many bad decisions when they're listening to folk with other agendas. No. No, no, no. It's not about who you like. It's who likes you. It's also about being realistic about what you are, with your size, with your motor, you know, with your attitude, with your work ethic. All that stuff goes into and then and then being fortunate enough where you can get put on a radar. You know, it's like I, I tell all these kids. We don't promise you anything. One thing we do promise you is that we will be able to put you on a radar, and then it's a coach's decision. Because we get a lot of kids from the area, you know, that haven't had a college coach to come to all their high school games. You know, we've we've had teams in the past where we had a lot of guys under where well, I call it under the national radar that were okay, good high school players around here. Shoot, I could put eight of them combined, and maybe they've had one college coach to come to one of their games in, in, in their four years. And that's because he might was there looking at somebody else. So with those odds and your average Joe and the way they have changed this thing now, I mean, I, and, and I, I'm not going to step on any, but I don't like it because I think you're missing what this exposure piece is supposed to be about. That's what it was about for me finding a way to give the average Joe kid the opportunity to play in front of coaches. Even if he is a Division three kid, it, my, my favorite line to a lot of these guys now, when we get out there and get a chance to play in front of coaches, if they happen to be playing against a team that might have it, but now the way it's going with, you know, 
with with if you're not with this thing, you can't come to these tournaments. I, it's the biggest crap ever. They are missing the boat because you know what? I've also had those kids that had an opportunity and playing against somebody else that had a big name player. And like I always tell them, this is a good day to be good. You know what I mean? This is a good Absolutely. day. Yeah. This is a good day to be good. We had a situation like that years ago. We had all these coaches following this one kid. They came out. We had another kid that was another that had been on my B team most of his career. He kept growing and kept growing. And 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 finally, we you know he he had a learning disability, and we had to find some more schools for him that could that 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 that, that could handle what he had. Great kid, raised by his aunt. To make a long story short, he got that opportunity, went on our first team, and we were in an event out in Vegas. And after that first game, those coaches that saw him, he came out there and hit like three straight threes, and he was on the top of our press. On the one three one at six nine six ten. <laughs> After that, we had coaches following us in the bathroom. We want so and so. We want so and so. I'm like, what? Well, thought y'all came to see somebody else. Oh no 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 no. <laughs> they said, Tony, you know how it goes. I said, Oh, absolutely. And and the kid ended up playing Division One and been around a couple teams in the NBA. But I think he's back overseas now. So, and that's was because he had the opportunity. See, now with this EYBL and uh, where you just bringing in the teams with the, everybody considered the top guys, what are we doing for those guys that need it the most? What are we doing? And, 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 and think about all these folk out here that's coaching AAU. And, and I love it because we got about 35 to 40 programs in Richmond now that's followed the blueprint. You know? And, 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 but think about what are we doing? We are taking those type of opportunities away from the kids now. You know, you're pretty much saying if you're not on one of these teams, you're not worthy. Okay. And that'll be the same person back there now that's probably running the companies. Those same folks that's running the companies were probably those kids that wouldn't have had an opportunity to play on one of them teams if, if it was like it is today. But now you're in those positions and you're forgetting about the same kids that were just like you, that weren't good enough to get a college scholarship or played Division three, didn't play or whatever the case may be. But you still would have loved to have had an opportunity to get out there and play in front of them coaches because you had work ethic, but you probably just weren't the size that people think you needed to be for these particular positions, but you worked your butt off and you loved the sport. But nowadays, that's not good enough. Wow. Well, it sounds like you're still figuring out a way to make it happen, Tony. And we really appreciate you coming on and sharing your story with us. You gave us 30 good minutes, man. And uh, we really appreciate that. <laughs> man, enjoyed it. Thank you for this, man. I appreciate it. And that's Tony Squire, folks, man. What a story from him running a basketball AU program out of Richmond, Virginia. Since uh, 87, wow, a lot of huge players gone through that program from Garnett uh, to Ray Allen and, and many, many others. I mean, Isaiah Morris, our boy from Memphis, Ed Davis, uh, uh, Akeem Richmond, Justin Anderson, uh, Chris Copeland, Amari Stoudemire. I mean, gosh, uh, you know, it's an incredible list. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll see you all on the flip side. All right, man, that was great. Tony Squires does such a good job, and I think you hear the sincerity in his voice, the passion 
that he has for helping kids and you know man when you when you travel up and down the interstate alex with kids from certain households you got to be able to feed them you got to level them up you got to overcome some dysfunctional things that they've learned in their households um you got to show them there's a better path and you know maybe what the neighborhood is showing them some get some buy into it and will do whatever you ask them to do and they'll, they'll find their own path and you know they get out of the neighborhood i lectured one day and this guy actually confronted me in a, an attorney in memphis that nobody grows up i didn't grow up wanting to stay in orange mound um nobody grew you know this is my pitch to him nobody grew up and wants to stay in walker homes or you know and strive to do better and this guy you know after i spoke he confronted me he said hey man you know that should have come from a black guy i said well hell you, you didn't get up and say it so tony's a guy that does not bite his tongue he's for kids he's a good dude we'll get him back as as things get into the summer and things of that nature but i really hope you enjoyed listening to him he's he's a good dude there's i wouldn't have myron piggy and certain people on here although piggy ever got out of prison <laughs> That might be a good interview, but Tony Squires, you my guy, man. Look, we're about to get into in the next couple of uh, shows the James Wiseman, Kenny Hardaway stuff. So hang with us. Thanks for listening to Keith Eastwood Show. You my guys, I love you to death. Thanks for twittering me. Hey, when we get a new one, and um, the good Lord willing, the creek don't rise. We'll be right back on that horse next week. Thank you. Mm-hmm.